Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. From the creative mind that brought you Flashpoint, SPL, and the entire Ip Man series comes Dragon Tiger Gate. There's a joke in there somewhere, but you know, I'm trying to get at. Uh, is it his masterpiece? Zero. I don't. I don't know. Wilson. Maybe, maybe Wilson is. Yips. What hidden gem? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because everyone loves this movie. At least one person did. Because that's why it's a Patreon request today, right? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, we get those every now and then. I forgot. We are at the whim of people who are contributing to mm-hmm. our martial arts movie podcast discussion so yes yeah. we love this movie this is our favorite movie <laughs> screw it man <laughs> screw raging fire and bio zombie dragon tiger gate is the definitive wilson yip experience hands down mm, yeah for sure uh well okay what year did this com- movie come out this came out in um 2006, 2006. So, is it an early prototype for Wilson uh, Yip's like later films? Well, that's not true because Flashpoint and uh, um, no, no, Flashpoint had not come out yet. SPL had already SPL came. Out. Out. This is like smack dab in the middle, and this is a comic book movie, kind of. It's a manhua, uh, no, manhua uh, film adapted from a Chinese comic book, and it feels like a comic book, right? In the first. 30 minutes it feels like a comic book intentionally visually too and i think that actually works in the film's favor then it kind of struggles with i guess adapting the story of the comic book so that it feels like a entertaining piece of film <laughs> to sit through sure <laughs> uh that's like a backhanded like like slap <laughs> to the movie too, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's based off of uh, manhua uh, called Oriental Heroes. I have no idea if it's lifting every story beat, or you know, like the well, not every story beat, but the whole story of the entire series right. and putting it into film, um, because it it kind of feels that way once you get to the last act, um. Yeah, when you get to the last act, it feels like the movie takes a sudden shift in terms of tone, and uh, it, yeah, no, like there's no other way to describe it. It feels like you're, it's a comic book put on screen. Well, it feels <laughs> like they adopted adapted many of the characters and storylines, except for one crucial person, the villain. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> who the fuck is this villain? <laughs> Oh, it was Louis Koo. <laughs> That's all you need to know. I, I mean, I didn't even know he voiced the villain in this. <laughs> he shows up at the very end and is like, ha, I'm the villain. And you're supposed to buy that? There's really no setup for them at all. I mean, it, it feels like the main characters are just going up against the 
well, everyone else, right? It seems like there's like a, like a gang. Yeah, they're controlled uh, by the villain. Yeah, it, well, that comes out of left field. No, he's set up in the beginning of the movie. He's just he kind of he's kind of sitting on the throne, like, "Hey, I'm the bad guy." And no, he's not sitting on the throne. He's punching a six hundred pound bag. Well, even before that, he's punching probably the world's biggest Wing Chun dummy, just to show, <laughs> yeah, you know, just to, just to flex his uh, power a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But oh wait, let's let's back up a little. Let's let's talk about what this movie is even about. It's uh, it it's about <laughs> I was gonna say it's about two brothers, two brothers who have to fight with aliens, uh, with, and you know uh, like tomato zombie, whatever. Uh, Rick and Morty reference here. Um, no, it, it's about two brothers. One of them being Donnie Yen, the other one being Nicholas Say. Uh, I guess an early collab that's, you know, echoing back to, like, the Raging Fire, I guess. But uh, Donnie Yen is the main character. And he, I guess when he was younger, he disappeared. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm going to be all over the place. He disappeared, and he reappears in Nicholas Say's life when Nicholas Say gets into a restaurant brawl. Uh, you know, and you know, the two have a fight, and... They reconcile, I guess. No, they absolutely do not reconcile. No, well, I don't know how. Well, they, then the rest of it feels like there's a lot of story. Beats well, they're, str- that's they're estranged saying. from each other because I believe the way the story is implying is they they know of each other, even though they have not seen each other for a while. It sounds like they've had run-ins before, and Nicholas say wants to reunite with his brother because it's his, his brother, and Donnie Yen doesn't want to have any of it. He has somehow settled down with being the bodyguard of an organized crime syndicate, I'm guessing. Yep. And that crime syndicate has received some sort of golden badge from the villain. The villain's name is Shimubi. Shibumi. Shibumi. Whatever. (laughs) What is that plaque supposed that, to be for? That plaque is supposed to be for allowing them to do crime, I guess, under his jurisdiction? I don't know. I don't. That, I, I, don't know. <laughs> I think there was like one line about it, and I only caught it on the second viewing. If I, if I only watched this once, and I would have been just as confused as you. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, so Zero, this is your first time watching it? Yes, well, second wow. second time, but first oh, time yeah. overall, yes, watching this movie. Oh, boy. Mm. Was it everything you thought it'd be? I've never heard positive things about this movie. Mm. I think okay. this is one of those things where it got overshadowed because SPL came out right before it, and then, Ip Man, and then Ip Man came right after it. And so well, it was literally one movie per year that Wilson Yip was doing. It was SPL, this, then uh, Flashpoint, then It Man. Oh, did <laughs> all Fla- those movies are better? Oh, did Flashpoint come before It Man? Uh, Flashpoint. Yeah, oh, it did come before It Man. Okay, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. this must have just gotten swept under the rug in terms of not accessibility but favoritism because mm-hmm. I don't hear too many people talk about it. I. 
yeah, it's it's not that it's bad. I, I guess just because of those four films that came back to back to back, mm-hmm. it's not the best. If this was earlier in Wilson Wilson Yip's filmography, I would say, okay, great. You know, this is a good mm-hmm. start. Yeah, especially because Donnie Yen is also the action director. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm guessing he's coming off of SPL, and that is where he's starting to slowly inject his more modern, quote-unquote modern, infusion of MMA into fight choreography and then fully realized in Flashpoint. So in Dragon Tiger Gate, because it's based off of a Chinese comic book, I'm guessing he's going for more visual flair. I think that's very, very apparent with all the posing. And that's fine because I think that works for, for the visual. If you're if you're trying to emulate comic book panels and comic book imagery, I think his kind of flamboyant poses work, but it looks silly, right? He's a 40, 50-year-old man at this point doing these poses, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, this was the trend at the time, right? right? I guess I guess it would be. No, I mean, when, when were the uh, early... Like before the Avengers movies, before Iron Man, like we had like Daredevil with Ben Affleck, right? That was like early two thousands, like two thousand three or something like that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, very. Early and this 2000s. is very akin to that kind of like, I mean, yeah, comic book movies are comic book movies, but uh, I'm, I, I, as much as I don't like, yeah, but Hollywood the hadn't trend. really figured out the correct it's, formula yet. Iron Man right. came out in two thousand eight, and then from there, kind of yeah, yeah, starts yeah, yeah. getting a little better. Right, but what I'm saying is the early 2000s, you know, like all your, you know, I mean, you have your diamonds in the rough, like Blade and all that, but then you have movies like you know, Daredevil and Elektra, one of your favorite movies ever. <laughs> um, and th- those were like, you know, studio execs, you could feel like they, they're like, oh, it's a comic book movie, make it like a comic book. And it was just like, you know, how it was in the early 2000s. This movie really feels like it was, it's adapted from a comic book, so it really should feel like a comic book. And, um, yeah, uh, it, it's very more missed than hit for me. It it, it feels like uh, it it's not. Well, it's the script. Well, it feel... It's the script and oh, the overall yeah. story. The <laughs> the pacing is wildly all over the place. The first, <laughs> yeah. I want to say, twenty to thirty minutes are actually pretty fun, but that's because it's two back to back fight scenes, like pretty <laughs> decently sized fight scenes. Yeah. And then once they go into the flashback and start fleshing out these characters, oh boy, does it really drag? And they, yeah. I started to realize, oh man, they should have paid. They should have put that second fight scene probably a little later to mm, fix, yeah. you know, kind of fix the overall pacing. Because once we start learning about their estranged brother relationship, and then his mom, and then. His relationship to uh, the the tri I mean, I don't even know if they're triads. The surrogate father. Yeah, all, that. all yeah. that stuff is so boring. Everything with the love interests are so boring. <laughs> <laughs> they try, I guess, right? Right, right. Well, that's again, that's the problem is that you're taking, I'm assuming, a series of source material that's, you know, and cram it into an hour and a half. So uh, it just the pacing's all over the place, and at the same time, it is it's not the most engaging, um, and it's not. I don't think it's even the fault of the writing necessarily, although the writing's not great. 
I'd say the problem is like they really are trying to get as much story beats from the comic as as possible into the film. I'm assuming there's some Oriental heroes fanatic who's like, yeah, I, I need. I it was just like the book, uh, including all the weird uh, jazz hand posing that Donnie Yen <laughs> does throughout the movie. I, I <laughs> man, I wish I wish I could have the book for reference because I would say those that is such a specific look he's doing. It's got to be lifted from the comic book, right? It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Because those are those are so jazzy. <laughs> I love, I love them. <laughs> Jazz hands. <Yeah. laughs> Jazz hands punch you in the face. Um, no, it's it's uh, okay. Well, like the story is is yes. There's a lot of things to cover here. I'm sure we'll cover a lot more of that when we get to the action segment or story segment. Um, but the action is good at times. I would I would never say any of the action is actually mediocre. I think the action overall is pretty good, um, but then it goes into stupid territory a lot, which is you know, uh, you know, really mystical, magical kind of oh, kung right. fu. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have to add the CGI stuff, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and. That's when it's no longer about fight choreography. It's about look at these yeah. cool special effects we're putting on screen, and <laughs> looking look at this crazy final fight where we're crashing through multiple concrete floors, and Donnie Yen is high fiving you in the face. It's embarrassing, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> so. That that's the review right there. Embarrassing but kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the whole movie. But all the grounded stuff, and when I mean grounded, I mean all the stuff that's literally on the ground. Yes, there's wire assist, but I've I've starting to come around to the over exaggerated over exaggerated wire pulls that Donnie Yen is adding into his films because there's crazy amounts of environmental damage and it's stuntmen going flying really far it works it you know you kind of you kind of have to buy it and it's because it's a comic book movie but people are just flying far they're crashing into tables crashing into walls crashing into fake concrete uh (laughs) i don't know pillars and it's you know it's kind of fun when you see that stuff but choreography wise i think this is not where Donnie's heart is because that mm. because at the time SPL and then into Flashpoint um, mm-hmm. is probably more concerned with doing the more modern stuff, I would think. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think Donnie Yen was more distracted by the terrible wig that he has to wear. Yes. The entire movie. <laughs> yes, the the fourth secret character of of the trio <laughs> is the wigs. <laughs> oh my god the, they look so bad the fucking wigs in this movie jesus christ probably easily the best fight scene in this movie is donnie yen trying to have a heart to heart with nicholas say and the wig starts blowing in his face and you can see him crack a smile for a second <laughs> while trying to deliver the dialogue and the hair is covering his eyes. <laughs> and he keeps on going. I was like, dude, just say cut. Just say cut. Get a different take. Uh, they're, they're crunched for time, though. You, you can't, you, you know, that, that's the only take they could, they could get in. Um, 
<laughs> That's, uh, the only reason I'm bringing up the wigs is not just to be petty, but it's, I mean, I am being petty, but uh, it, it's, it actually becomes a, a hindering factor for some of the action because uh, as wa- I was watching behind the scenes um, and not a lot of good information there, but we're actually looking at the, the performers, uh, you know, you have Nicholas Say actually doing some of the actual choreography in there. Uh, as far as I can tell, uh, in the behind-the-scene footage, like the first fight scene in the restaurant where he's kicking dudes in the face, like that's really him. There's one particular shot where he gets this really nice spinning heel kick in, lands, mm-hmm. hits a guy straight in the head, and mm-hmm. he is facing the camera. So it's like there's no doubt about it. But then what happens is when they go to the wider shots, it's him from behind, and the wig is there. So. Yeah, you know, it's somebody else. I'm okay with that. I don't mind this kind of stunt doubling, especially because it's a it's a Donnie Yen action directed movie. So I want good action. I don't want it to be well. We want to try to get the main actor to do as much as possible, and because of their lack of martial arts training or something, it's going to be a step down. Right. right, so right, for, right. For, no. for me, I'm just like double the hell out of everybody. I don't care. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they're they're. I mean, the there's two performers in the movie. There's Nicholas Say, and the other one is uh, ooh, shoo, blank on his name. He is Sean not Yue. Top bill. Sean Yue. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he Turbo. plays Gate. Oh, God, really? <laughs> yeah. So when I first watched his this, name is Turbo. No, no. Right? When I first watched this movie, I was like Dragon Tiger Gate. They're like, okay, there's two brothers. There's Dragon and there's Tiger. And then when Sean Yue appears in the restaurant, I was like, it's Gate. He's Gate. His name's going to be Gate. <laughs> and no. No. His name's Turbo. I was like, what the fuck is Turbo? No, he's Gate. He's fucking Gate. <laughs> that would have been too on the nose, Zero. We couldn't name the character that. They just come call- then what we should have been called Dragon Tiger. <laughs> Turbo Dragon Tiger. I don't know. <laughs> Something stupid. Uh, well, the reason... Uh, the reason why the, the wig thing does upset me is because, like, um, when you watch them behind the scenes, they really are doing it. Uh, like, Nicholas Say really is throwing that, that, that shot that made it into the film. He's, he jumps up and he throws a spinning, um, spinning wheel kick, uh, at someone's face and it lands. Yeah. And that's a shot that made it into the film. Uh, the problem being that you can't see his face as he's doing it. So it makes you believe that it's a stunt person mm. doing that. And a lot of the times, everyone is like just obscured just enough <laughs> by the wigs. I'm like, are they all stunt double? They have, everyone is stunt double. They have, I want to say, shoulder ish length hair. And then they have the kind of emo swoop going over their eyes, all three of them. And mm-hmm. because it's so obviously a wig, you, anytime you see him from the back, even Donnie. When you see him from the back, I'm like, that's a stunt double. Like, that's what our <laughs> minds are trained to, to to call out now when yeah. it most likely probably isn't a stunt double, especially if you're done. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, it's, again, not not the worst thing in the world, but it, it's, it gets distracting because, it, again, it goes back to our thought, which is, you know, why make the performer do the thing if you can't tell it's him, right? Well, then they would have um, had a fucking... Imagine if they were like, all right, we, we can solve for this. Let's have fans shooting air upwards throughout all the fight scenes and the hair is just flying. Like, oh. Or maybe don't give them absurdly long hair. 
I'm sure it's in line with the characters, the characters in the comic no. book. They always, Maybe. they probably always have these swoopy emo boy haircuts that are just so dreamy. Nicholas says, playing with his mouth and his cheeks, he's looking all cute and pop boyish. And... I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that looks it looks fitting on Nicholas Say. Donnie Yen looks really weird with the with he's the wig. He's too old for that haircut. He's too, exactly. He's too old for it. He looks like he's trying to play like an early twenty something when two years later he was playing Ip Man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it does it's just a disconnect there. Um anyways, uh petty nitpick aside. Um yeah, I I thought the action overall was you know, good at times, but never great. Um, but I'd love to break it down some more. Is there anything else you want to bring up before we go into the specifics of the movie? No, we can go into it. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, that said, um, well, if you guys want to listen to us maybe complain, I don't know. I, I, I might be a little bit more lenient with the movie than, than I'm letting on. Um, if you want to hear our thoughts on it in more detail with all spoilers and our, especially our action breakdowns in the movie and how much we love those wigs uh, and, and the jazz hands. Um, you can follow us on Patreon uh, for just a uh, dollar a month. You can hear the entire, what, hour extra of every episode where we talk about these movies. And uh, for three, you can listen to our extra episodes where we talk, cover all the movies that didn't make it into a, a full-length episode. Like um, Batman versus Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Can you guess how that one turned out? Uh, I actually liked it, though. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the a Batman. Good <laughs> yeah, I'm a Batman fan. I still haven't watched it. Um, but yeah, you guys can go check all that out. Um, but with that said, let's just talk about Dragon Tiger Gate. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And now on to our final thoughts. And then uh, everyone goes, fuck off, I guess. They're, I don't know. They go back to Dragon Tiger Dragon Gate. Tiger and Gate. is that Dragon Tiger Gate? Then the Dragon Tiger Gate and Dragon Tiger. Yes. That oh, is. oh boy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, don't, I don't think anyone's gonna want to give us a Patreon request anymore if we <laughs> if we just spend an hour and a half just kind of <laughs> shitting on the movie. And I, you know, we I right. never I never want to just outright talk badly about anything. But this was kind of funny. This is kind of a funny film. <laughs> unintentionally funny film at least for me so it was kind of fun to just poke you know just kind of poke fun at it poke fun fucking lambast it <laughs> uh, same thing i i'm close to the side of lambasting it it's not it's not a good movie but i i do like some of the the choreography in the movie some of it i think the movie as a whole is kind of hard to sit through um it's not all bad you know some of it like in the earlier portions i think you said it before kind of work and then the movie kind of falls off the rails it the movie gets the movie is uh high-fived in the face multiple times through multiple ceilings towards the end of the film so that's that's my analogy for how how it kind of falls off the rails <laughs> at the end of the film well it's just it's just yeah. a shame that 
they had to maybe try and adapt the entire story, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. things are going to be get left out, and it's going to feel disjointed because you're adapting something that is not meant to be told in an hour and a half. And yeah. the, unfortunately, the story is what really, really makes this a hard recommend because the action is fun. There's a lot of fun action here. It feels like an early prototype for Sakura, and then there's some semblances of just Donnie Yen's, you know, his intense modern choreography like he's not doing he's not doing bjj stuff really but he's just so fast that like i mentioned uh his his martial arts style in this movie is literally open hand slaps and because he's just doing (laughs) it so fast i'm just like oh wow i'm still in amaze in amazement at his speed Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but would you recommend the movie? Ah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, uh, no, it's a tough I... one. It's it was fun to yeah. talk about. Yeah, I think we had a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. talking about it. Uh, watching it though, once you get past those two fights in the beginning, the movie just holy crap! It goes to a it goes to mm-hmm. a real lull, and these characters mm-hmm. aren't really that memorable. Um, I mean, if you if you like wigs, if you really really like <laughs> wigs and laughing at really bad wigs, then you might find a lot of entertainment from this because I don't know. This is sponsored by Big Wig. 